Brad, welcome back to the program. I think Brad uh, Gerber is ready to go. So we'll let you carry on. Awesome. Thank you, Francis. Thank you very much, Judy. We appreciate that. We'll see y'all here shortly. And uh, Brad Gerber, I want to welcome you to Race Industry Week and here on our first day of what is uh, truly an amazing week of industry people and uh, and great stories as well. Hope you're doing good. Yeah, doing great. Thank you, Brad. Uh, love your Love your name, by the way. But uh, yeah, doing great. Um, things are things are really going well with NHRA and uh, excited to be on. You guys had a great list of panelists so far. I've been enjoying watching all the all the interviews and the discussions and stuff. Really, uh, not only learning a lot, but uh, just just uh, you know, it's it's good information, great information. So thank you for hosting this and putting this on. Yeah, really appreciate the compliments. All right, well, let's talk about 2023 for the NHRA. And when it comes to the pro divisions, uh, Doug Kalitta, Matt Hagan, Erica Enders, Gage Herrera, you have some great champions right there. And it was truly an incredible, memorable season. Yeah, it really was. It's, uh, you know, kudos to our competition team at the NHRA. Uh, they really put on a, a great competitive series uh, this year. And uh, and wow, uh, that 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 finals race was just amazing. If if you're there in person, there is almost nothing better. You just got goosebumps and shivers, and and uh, you know seeing Doug Coletta and and Leah Pruitt go up against each other, and it was a winner take all for the final race, which has you know only happened four or five times in the history uh, there. So so that was very exciting, and and Doug ended up winning in perseverance after 26 years. You know um, the guy, uh, he's going to be on the show here as well, uh, which is great. Uh, but, you know, it would have been great if Leah won, too, because that's a great story there with Tony Stewart racing and Tony Stewart coming into the sport. So so uh, we were we were happy, very happy with the way that ended up. And then also, you know, with Matt Hagen winning the Funny Car Championship and there's three drivers there, three teams, uh, Tasco with Ford, Hagen with Dodge and and then uh, Robert Height with uh, Chevrolet uh, coming down to it. And that came down to the last race as well. So and then Erica coming in, you know, six time champion It's a very interesting fact. I. I was doing a little bit of research back in uh, uh, in, in pro stock days and stuff, and looking back, and and Erica, I think she started in two thousand eight, and uh, and she, you know she finished uh, last in in the in the actual in two thousand eight, which is crazy, and she went on to be the uh, the 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 six time champion now, the winningest female in the history of the NHRA, if not motorsports. Uh, so so that's uh, pretty amazing. Then Gage Herrera, that guy, you know. Um, to what a phenomenal rider, Terry Vance and Vance and Hines, uh, found him and, uh, and, and, and put him on a, and put him on a pro stock motorcycle bike. He was already racing grudge and things like that, but the, his style of racing is just very unique. His 60 foot times is very, very, uh, very, very quick. And, uh, just what a great season. It's been really a good season. So we're very happy with the way it ended up. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, and again, that's just talking about the pro divisions. Obviously, there's a whole lot more to the National Hot Rod Association that we're going to be covering as well. Um, but let's talk about successes. And you guys are actually going to kick off 2024 with a new title sponsor. What can you tell us? Yeah, great. Well, you know, number one, I guess you thank Camping World. You know, they came in, they came in when during COVID uh, and and came in. So thank you, Marcus Lamonis and Camping World for coming in. They're great partners. Uh, and they're going to stay on board as well as well. So they'll be a partner of ours for the for the coming years. Uh, but Mission Foods uh, came in. You know they're they're involved in a lot of different motorsports, uh, and and they'll they'll be uh, obviously sponsored for multiple people that are uh, talking uh, throughout the week here. But uh, 
we created what we we called the Mission Foods Too Fast, Too Tasty program, which created racing on Saturday, which was really cool. That program, uh, I could go into that a little bit later, but that program actually uh, went so well that they kept on engaging with us about what they can do differently, what they could do better, uh, what they could do more, which is great. And uh, we came to an agreement that they'll be our sponsor for the next uh, five years. And, uh, and, 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 and as important as being a, a, our, our series sponsor there, our series entitlement sponsor there, is uh is just the fact that they are going to be activating in every single market that we go into as well so uh you know two weeks prior to the race they'll be activating in the local c stores and things like that with standees of our drivers and things like that in there and then they do a great job in venue as well uh entertaining and having fun and really high energy uh so that creates a lot of good a good a good environment there for us and and uh so very excited about mission foods and mr gonzalez and and what they're doing uh, there uh, with Mission Foods and what they'll be doing with us for the next five years, so at least. Oh, that that's amazing, and and there are so many things to really talk about when it comes to transitioning a title sponsor. Obviously, the recognition, making sure you get the word out there, but growing a Mission Foods into a title sponsor for the series as well. Let's go a little bit deeper in the history because I know for a lot of people who are watching today, anyone involved in racing, especially when it comes to sponsorships and partnerships, you know, there's no one magic way to do things, but there are a lot of great stories that really help out with some best practices for people. So whether it's a series like NHR and the sponsor like Mission, that everyone can really work together and, and improve each other's brand. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's it's a good point, Brad, because everybody obviously would like to come in and get that big client to come in and sponsor one, one, one major sponsor on a team or a sport or a league. And, uh, and we would love that as well. But what, uh, many times the way that this all happens is you get them involved in the sport, you show them what you're all about. Once you get them out into the sport and show you what you're all about, uh, then that then you, then you work hard to grow that you know um, we work really hard at uh, for our fans we want to make sure we have an entertaining sport number one so we get the fans that come out and then our we have our own production a lot of people think it's Fox but it's actually NHA Productions that actually creates it uh, and and so we want to have a captivating production so we so we retain those viewers and grow our viewership and then and then also um, for our sponsor partners we need to have an engaging ROI. And I say engaging ROI because you know it's very it's it's not easy to, to to get a lot of these numbers, but it is you know if you work hard to make sure that you're engaged with your sponsors, they're engaged in venue, uh, things of that nature. Uh, we we turn out uh, race reports. We call race reports that we turn out after every race uh, for our sponsors. Give the very highlights uh, on that particular race. Uh, we track everything. Uh, give them their results and things of that nature, uh, how 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 they're uh, tracking along, and then and then quite frequently our our sponsorship with our partnership, ex excuse me, with Fox Sports uh, allows us to do a lot of things with our partners, and you know we have contracted 550 hours uh, on Fox Sports, but last year we had over 720 hours on Fox Sports, so that just creates a lot more added value for all of our sponsors as well. There, yeah. so, so there's a lot a lot going on, a lot of different a lot of different areas. Yeah, that, that's really impressive. And I love the fact that you've got someone like Mission Foods that is going to actually get out in the market and put the NHRA, put the drivers, put the personalities, all of that in front of people who aren't necessarily going to the racetrack, who ideally are going to see things like that and say, hey, that looks interesting. Uh, let me go down to my local racetrack and check it out. I mean, that that's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's always we have we have such great teams and drivers. They all want to know what they can do to help the sport. And, and and how they can help our partners and things. Um, 
but you know when you walk into a a a, a Kroger or a Vons or a Safeway or wherever you may be a Walmart and you see uh a, a person standing there, a life-size standee, okay, standing there in their fire suit, and uh, and 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 you see them there, and it's like you said, you either know who they are, and you say, hey, that's great, maybe you know the standee get all of a sudden goes missing, <laughs> which we know has happened, um, but uh, but then in addition to that, if you don't know who that person is, it drives curiosity, right? So so there'll be QR codes and things like that that people will be able to buy tickets for a for a sponsor with Mission Foods. We put work in the program where they'll get discounted tickets if they if they scan that QR code and things like that. But uh, but you know that we are very fortunate that Mission Foods is out there. You know we have a lot of cool ideas that we want to do. Obviously, people know the tortilla slap, you know, challenge and things like that, that that we'll be having fun with. And and we have it. We talk about taco eating contests and, you know, uh, you know, maybe potentially a, a top field or a funny car in a store that may be a taco truck. OK, uh, and end cap and things like that. So so a lot of things, you know, and they're a great partner, not only for the series, but, you know, as we are going through it, they're great partners for these stores as well. Uh, and why is that? Um, it's they have research that shows that if you are to buy uh, a a Mission Foods uh, product, okay, wraps or tortillas and things like that, that that once you buy that product and that ends up in your cart, the average cart uh, goes from approximately I'm, I'm, don't quote me on these numbers, but it goes somewhere from a a forty dollar cart to an eighty dollar cart. Okay, so these stores like that because if they buy a wrap, what are they going to make? They're going to make tacos. So what are they going to buy? They're going to buy meat. They're going to buy tomatoes. They're going to buy salsa. They're going to buy lettuce, uh, maybe some beans, things like that. So so there's a lot of things that go along with it, which I never really you know thought about you know when we were talking to them, but they they did this presentation to us, and uh, and and it, and it's very it's very enlightening. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, well, you know what, while we're talking about sponsors, and we'll definitely talk about competition and some other things, but, you know, the NHRA does such a fantastic job, and whether you have a, a huge amount of endemic sponsors, and, you know, we think about automotive and uh, all of the sponsors that you have, it's a natural fit for the NHRA, but the non-endemic sponsors, the Mission Foods, and a lot of the other sponsors that we see on race cars, sometimes you walk out to the racetrack and you see someone step up to the line and you're like, wait a second, how does that fit here? but it does fit here. What do you think is working right now for the NHRA and why you see so many people coming on board? You know, it, it's a good point there, Brad. Started, you know, when you when you have someone like a camping world that comes in and we know, and you have all this research, okay, that you could point out and say, hey, that we are number one in all major sports with hunting, camping, and fishing, but it takes one person to come in and it takes one person to come in. And when that person comes in, I, I like to say it's kind of a, uh, you know, other people start looking at you and 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 uh, and saying, "Hey, what's going on over there, and why?" And and so our philosophy has been over the past uh, six years, like I had a, eight years since I've been here, but we had a little hiccup during COVID, like a lot of people did. Okay, but we kept persevering through COVID. Uh, kudos to our team uh, because we uh, lost a lot of money during COVID, but we knew we had to be relevant during that time and stay out there, fulfill our TV contract as much as we could, uh, stay out there and stay relevant. From that, we were the first major sport that actually came back and, and was actually competing. Okay. And, and, uh, and again, I think that that drove, drove a lot of eyes, but 
from camping world, um, from the demos, hunting, fishing, camping, okay? If they're not at track camping, okay, which we have over 400 teams with toter homes and things like that, trailers and things like that. So those are all the people that are actually buying camping world product. Uh, but then outside of that, they're actually camping and hunting and fishing as well. But then you have things like the Air Force, okay? And the Air Force uh, wants to recruit. Well, we have this thing called the Youth and Education Services Program where they're one of four partners and it's just basically a career platform. Uh, basically, we have a Ford as a sponsor of that, as well as the U.S. Air Force. Ford's looking for technicians. U.S. Air Force is looking for recruits. Uh, uh, Mac Tools is looking for franchisees. Okay, that'll 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 actually use these tools at Ford or Gerber Collision, which is another fourth partner there. They're looking for technicians. They have all they all have these great career opportunities where where there's a uh, training development program at Gerber Collision, 18 month program that basically you can come in and they'll put you through the program and you could be a, you could be a collision expert now okay and uh so there's a lot of these types of things but really they're all they're all lined up somehow skag okay skag power equipment uh lawn mowers blowers things of that nature a uh, lot of exposure for them but their primary focus is entertaining and meeting their distributors at track uh, they have about 1,800 distributors, I want to say. Uh, I was talking to the CEO, Randy. Uh, he said that he was able to see in person over 700 distributors at our track. He could never do that if he was flying around the U.S. and seeing them all. Okay, so so they all have little, little different little things they're doing. In-N-Out Burger, okay, great partner. Um, came on board, rebranded our, uh, our raceway to drag strip. Why is that? People go to the drag strip. They don't say we're going to the raceway. Okay, so little things like that that we have great partners we're working with. Uh, so it's the In-N-Out Burger Pomona Drag Strip. It's also the In-N-Out Burger Finals. But then they're also phenomenal partners as well, where they're putting up little stickums and stuff and and table tents at the In-N-Out Burgers around the around Pomona Drag Strip uh, to just drive people our drag strip. And then in addition to that, we just had Veterans Day. Okay, on Saturday of the finals race, um, they decided and there's. It's amazing. They decided, hey, we're going to give every veteran and active military personnel a free double-double combo. They gave away over 7,700 combos at track, wow. okay, which is absolutely phenomenal. So very excited about some of the partners that we have there. I'm missing some of them. Um, things like Flavor Pack, okay, Flavor Pack, way into racing, very large uh, frozen food uh, company, uh, but based out of the uh, Northwest um, but, you know, it just goes on and on from there. So a lot of great partners that we have in there. Yeah, that's wonderful. I want to shift gears here with you a little bit, Brad. Uh, we have a question from the chat. This came up earlier. Where we were talking with Steve Phelps from NASCAR and uh, and having a, a lot of diversity. And really an example that was given was the NHRA and how the NHRA has been so good at not only bringing females into the sport, female drivers. I mean, look, we have a champion. We have successful female drivers in all of the pro divisions of the sport as well. Um, but just uh, why the NHRA has been so successful in doing that and bringing in a lot of diversity. Diversity. Yeah, well, it starts with our junior program, um, you know, and it's generational. You've heard other people say the last uh, uh, person that was on was talking about generational uh, drag boat racing and things like that. Um, but uh, but it's it, a lot of it's generational, but also it's very, you know, we have a junior program that we have about 35 to 40 percent of our juniors are female racers right now. Okay, which wow. is great. starting at five years old. Okay, I've been out to multiple junior races, and I'll see a father or a mother out there racing with their two children, and so that's great. Uh, but it really, you know, our hashtag says it all. NHRA hashtag speed for all. Okay, and it really is speed for all. 
Uh, we want everybody to come out and race, whether you uh, both uh, gender or ethnicity. Okay, it doesn't matter. We want them all. Okay, we have uh, we have uh, multiple uh, new drivers coming out right now from overseas as well, uh, females as well. Uh, so we have three top field new top field racers next year. Three new top field racers. All three of them are female. Okay, so um, that's Julie Natas, Jasmine Salinas, and Ida Sederstrom. Uh, Ida is from uh, Sweden. Uh, so, so that'll be, uh, that'll be exciting, but really we have diversity within the racers. We have diversity within the owners and we have the diversity within the fans. And, and it really, you know, we're proud of the diversity that we have, um, in terms of the ownership structure as well, because, uh, you know, we have Antron Brown there being an owner. Uh, we have, uh, Ron Caps took off and, and, and they split up and, and, and now he's an owner as well. One is first, uh, one is a uh, championship his first year out as being an owner as well, which is a, a great thing. Antron, I think came in second last year. Uh, so, or I'm sorry, in 22. So, um, that's good. And then, and then, like I said, the, the, the youth, um, in terms of racing and in, in both the junior dragster series, we call it the junior drags, junior racing series, the summit, uh, junior racing series. Or we also have that youth program that we have for careers. Okay, so 15 different events. We have uh, high school students come out, juniors and seniors in high school and first and second year out of high school. So that gets the youth coming into our, our sport in terms of, in terms of uh, uh, careers. And then also they get introduced to drag racing. We entertained over 30,000 students this year. Complimentary, okay? It's basically a field trip on a Friday. We race on Friday afternoons, okay? So they can come out to the drag race. They go through a little program on, you know, a great little program where it talks about careers and staying out of trouble and, and what opportunities are. And if they want to take the next step, these teams actually let them come into their pits so they could meet drivers and meet distributors or meet uh, Ford dealers per, per se, or, or go engage with the U.S. Air Force, whoever it may be. So um, it's a great, great program that we have, both in terms of, like I said, diversity in terms of gender and ethnicity. So proud of that. And, and that's why we're speed for all. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, Brad, it's um, it, it's really the NHRA has always fascinated me and just how big it is. Again, a lot of times we talk about the pro level events and what we see on Fox and what we watch on TV, but the amount of different series that you have from Lucas Oil to the Jags All Stars and so on down the line, all of the big, massive regional events, all of the weekly racing that goes on and everything. How hard is it? How do you, how about that? How do you, as an organization, manage everything that the NHRA does? <laughs> That's a good question. I sometimes wonder myself. Uh, we we work hard. There's no doubt about that. But we're also set up in um, in uh, seven different divisions with the NHRA. Uh, so we call them D1 is up in the Northeast. D, uh, D2 is down in the Southeast. Uh, D7 is in the Southwest and D6 is in the division six is in the, is in the Northwest and three, four and five are in the middle. Okay. So uh, each division has its own division director and each division has, has on average about 15, uh, on average about 15 different member tracks. So just over a hundred, hundred, 120 member tracks that we have. Each one of those member tracks uh, have, uh, they host things like the Summit ET series. They host uh, regional races, divisional races. Uh, Wednesday night, you want to come out and and do uh, and come out racing, which is, is just a regular car and have some fun. You can come out on Wednesdays and come come out and have some fun. Okay, we have the Junior Street Series that if you're uh, I believe it's 14 years old, you can actually 
Brad, you can come out and take your uh, take your car, family car, whether it's a station wagon or a sports car, okay? And we don't care what it is, but you can actually go in there and put your, as long as you're in the passenger seat, you can put your son or daughter at 14 years old going down the drag strip, okay? So, so that's another program that we have uh, going on. So we really create a lot of these different programs. Uh, we are running, we, we, you know, it starts at the top with, with uh, our president, Glenn Cromwell, um, you know, he rose through the ranks with the NHRA, being a division director, then being in event operations and becoming our president. And, uh, and you know, his work ethic and showing people that he's willing to get down in the trenches with everybody, uh, it, it just, it kind of goes all the way down uh, the line with each one, everybody that works in the NHRA. So we're always willing to step in and help out. And, uh, and it really, you know, it takes a group takes a it takes a you know as they say it takes a village okay but uh and we're and we're our own little village here but it's not only the village of the nhra it's the village of the race teams and the racers and the fans you go you see our fans they are you know every ticket is a pit pass okay and we say that because you can buy a general admission ticket and at the races if you buy one general admission ticket four kids under the age of 12 can come in free with you okay uh, you have to do that online but four tickets, uh, four, four uh, kids can come in free. But it's an open pit pass. But then also our fans are very respectful. Uh, for the most part, just saying they know where to go and where they can't go. Okay, there's ropes up. And so they don't go by those ropes. Okay, uh, but they can go in and they can actually touch a car or they can the cars back right out into the pits, as you know, okay, or right out into the into the uh, walkways there and the right into all the fans. I always call it part the Red Sea, okay? And fans are there and they're touching the wing and they're touching the Goodyear slicks and things like that. You know, I'm like, wow, the car's going to go down the track at 330 miles an hour in about 15 minutes and you're able to touch it. And and it just is all respectful. So, um, you know, just a good group of people out there and a family atmosphere. And I think that's another reason why a lot of people uh, like to come out to NHRA and, you know, be a, not only a sponsor, but stay with us for a long time. Yeah, I could speak to that myself as a kid growing up in the 80s in North Texas. My dad and I used to go down to the Texas Motorplex every fall. Uh, as I graduated high school, went to college uh, in Huntsville, south of Ennis. Uh, we would come meet in the middle and do all of that. And those are some great memories. I had a NHRA hat that I just wore plum out. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. So that was great. Um, looking ahead, 2024 and beyond, what do you see newer expanding? Well, you brought up uh, Ennis, Texas and Texas Motorplex. You know, they're they, they're doing a phenomenal job out there with the stampede of speed that they've been doing for the last few years there. And it's a 10 day event that culminates with the with the uh, with the talent, with the with the Ennis race there. Um, but uh, into into 2024, uh, I guess, number one, Mission Foods. OK, <laughs> so so that'll be our our partner there. Um, we will be, uh, not only Mission Foods will be our series partner, uh, but also they'll be doing the, and, uh, the Mission Foods Too Fast, Too Tasty uh, Challenge. Uh, next year, they'll be expanding that to both four wides as well. So we're going from 12 to 14 races, we'll be doing that on to both four wides. Um, and for anybody that doesn't know what that is, it's basically we take the semifinalists from the previous race and we we line them up in the next race during qualifying days. So we have racing on on Saturday, which creates a lot of excitement. OK, so instead of just qualifying, you're actually racing for some for some big money. So that's a lot of fun. So we'll be expanding that. Uh, the Pet Boys call outs are back again. OK. Top Fuel and Funny Car. So Top Fuel will be in Gator Nationals in Gainesville and the Funny Car will be in uh, in Indy. 
there. Uh, but we'll be expanding the pro stock and pro stock motorcycle. We have a new partner called GitRx, GitTrex, and uh, they're a credit card processor, the fastest name in credit card processing, um, as they say. Uh, and that'll be expanding in the pro stock and pro stock motorcycle categories. So that, uh, and then, um, you know, teams and team hospitality, you know, uh, we know we'll have some expand, expanding uh, teams and teams hosp team hospitality. Team hospitality is where all the uh, team sponsors can come into their team and actually be a part of the team for the day. It's like you're inside the locker room, which is very unique in motorsports as well. Uh, so uh, doing a lot of that, um, we'll be expanding uh, our, our our streaming services and our AVOD platforms. Okay, we have over 6 million hours viewed on AVOD uh, in 2023. So that's pretty crazy. Um, so there's a, there's a lot I could talk for hours. I know I'm running out of time here, but uh, uh, you know I, it, there's just so much more going on. We'll be expanding the pro stock schedule as well. Okay, so pro stock will be going to every race in 2024. So that's great. Um, we will be expanding uh, our gaming business. Okay, as well. So we'll be expanding that. We hope to have some really good news here in the next uh, three to four weeks. So that'll be exciting um, for 2024. Uh, boy. Uh, you know, with Tony Stewart uh, on board, Rick Ware on board, uh, Joe Maynard uh, came on board buying different teams. I understand there's another one of our sponsors that's looking at buying a team or two uh, Nitro teams, which is which would be pretty exciting uh, if when when that happens. Um, so there's a lot going on. Just exciting sport, you know. Uh, we're made. You know, we always say we're we're not only uh, we're fast, but we're made for millennials and Gen Zs. I mean, we race in four seconds, you know, if you can't, you know, we, we can capture their attention span. Okay. Which is great. <laughs> That's so, awesome. A lot of good things going on. Uh, Brad, the NHRA um, for decades has just been amazing, amazing for motorsports as well. We appreciate you giving us time here today. And again, I think we could continue asking questions to you all day as well with so many things that you have. But it's just great to hear the success stories and uh, how much of that success is sitting right here within motorsports. So we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Brad. It's great to be here. And thank you, Francis. Thank you, Judy, for, for hosting this. Th thank you very much, Brad. You did the you did a wonderful job again, you know, sharing your enthusiasm and your energy and, you know, all the positive things you're doing at NHRA. So stay with Registering on ePARTRADE is easy. To start, click on the Join for Free button on the homepage. First, search your company to see if it's already in our database. If you see your company on the list, click on it to select it. Then, choose Claim Company if you are one of the decision makers, an owner, marketing person, or main company contact. Or choose Join Company if you are an employee, and press Continue. If you couldn't find your company in our database, select Register a New Company. On the following page, fill out your name, email, phone number, job title, and choose a secure password. If you chose Register a New Company, you'll need to choose your business type. Select Supplier if you're looking to display products or services and connect with buyers. Choose Racing Business if you're looking to source new parts and connect with suppliers. Choose Race Team if you own or are a member of a professional race team. Then, enter your company name. Please provide a website, Facebook page, or LinkedIn if you have one, and choose to either claim or join the company. You can view and agree to our terms of use here. If you'd like to receive our weekly newsletter, choose Accept. Finally, click Register Now and your registration will be submitted for approval.
An email will be sent to your inbox. Please confirm your email address and you will be approved shortly. Welcome to ePartrade.